This new edition of Sex Work comes more than a decade after the book's original publication, and just in time to celebrate the discovery in Salonika of what is believed to be the oldest known brothel. The 2,000-year-old structure is believed to have been frequented by male clients who came to enjoy services from both male and female sex workers. The brothel, steam rooms, marble baths, and swimming pools, are thought to be part of a large complex dedicated to the pursuit of physical pleasure, and were found replete with comedy and tragedy masks. Aristophanes' plays were set in brothels, clay dildos, offerings to Aphrodite, and all manner of erotic paraphernalia. That this discovery reminds us of a time when sexuality albeit male sexuality, was seen as important enough to make its setting public, comfortable, a place of community, a place where conversations could take place, where the arts could be enjoyed alongside more private pleasures, should at least provide a fertile context in which to read this extraordinary collection. In 1987, sex work sought to create a space where prostitution was not automatically understood as a metaphor for self-exploitation. In fact, after publication of sex work, sex work became the preferred term among progressive feminists, academics, and the workers themselves. The book appeared at a time when the feminist movement was embroiled in a profound split, dividing those women who wanted to explore the complexities of sexual desire and those who condemned such exploration as a treasonous and anti-feminist assimilation of men's objectification of women. Sex work was sometimes denounced, but often reviewed, and was probably the first, and only, book from a feminist press to be reviewed favorably in the same month in both The Women's Review of Books and Hustler magazine. The landscape of women's sexual representation has greatly changed since then, thanks to the writings of Dorothy Allison, Joan Nessel, Carol Vance, Pat Califia, Susie Bright, Kate Bornstein, Wendy Chapkiss, Carol Queen, Annie Sprinkle, and many others. Publications like On Our Backs, at its most transgressive throughout the 80s and early 90s, Caught Looking, Feminism, Pornography, and Censorship, edited by the Feminist Anti-Censorship Task Force, 1992, and Red Light, Inside the Sex Industry, by Sylvia Plahi and James Ridgway, 1996, heralded more realistic images. Sex work is now read on university campuses all over the world, translated in German and Japanese, creating an intellectual communal space where sex and culture are talked about. A far cry from Salonika and the plays of Aristophanes, but progress nevertheless. My own introduction to the social complexities of sex work was far less auspicious than the recent archaeological find, but it was a revelation for me. It was in 1975, on the 8 p.m. news, that I first heard prostitutes speak for themselves. A few brief sentences from the Saint-Nivier Church in Lyon, soon interrupted by the newsman, And now back to you in Paris.